0: January 1st, 1913, the United States Postal Service made its first parcel post delivery. Now, parcel post is mail that is too heavy for the regular post office. Also in 1913, in Plano, Illinois, Arthur E. Anderson was born. Now, Arthur's parents died when he was 16 and was left on his own. He worked full time and went to school at night, he worked in a mail room, and soon he became intrigued by the work of accountants the other accountants that worked there that led him to found the Arthur Anderson accounting firm now at the time of his death in the forties Arthur Anderson was one of the largest accounting firms in the world in fact, in 2002 it had 85,000 employees but then something happened 2002 the firm had to voluntarily surrender its license to practice as certified public accountants in the United States because they were found guilty of criminal charges relating to the firm's auditing of Enron. and Enron was an energy corporation in Texas and which had filed for bankruptcy in 2001. Now in 2005, the Supreme Court of the U.S. unanimously reversed Arthur Anderson's conviction due to errors that they found in the trial judge's instructions to the jury. And and today, Arthur Anderson, it exists, but under a new name. And in fact, it only has 700 employees. 84,300, those are the people who are left unemployed. But what happened to them? I don't know what happened to them. But I do know that the loss of their jobs, possibly the shame and the humiliation of being affiliated with a company that was involved in fraud probably caused them shock, pain, and loss. But those people had to rebound. So this season, we're going to take a look at the music of Earth, Wind, and Fire, and today... I'm going to ask you to dance. We're going to look at the song Boogie Wonderland. Welcome to the Stephen Thompson Experience, a show about learning by a compassionate, confident, and sometimes I'm trying to be a considerate leader. I'm Stephen Thompson. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I was born in the Midwest. I'm living on the West Coast. I'm still a Chicago sports fan. I'm an educator. I have deep faith and deep convictions, and this is my experience. Come. Come. Let's learn together. I want to start with an essential question for today. Where do you go with your pain? And when you notice the pain in others, what do you do? Earth, Wind & Fire started in Chicago in 1970. The band throughout their lifetime has received over 20 Grammy nominations and won six as a group and two as members. Maurice White and Philip Bailey won Grammys themselves. They're on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And throughout the band's career, over 90 million albums have been sold. Each month, on the music app Spotify, they have over 7 million listeners. And if you look at Boogie Wonderland, it has over 75 million monthly streams. They also were the first... African-American act to sell out Madison Garden, Square Garden. Earth, Wind & Fire was singing some of the most popular songs of the day and they were danced to, but the music had a very intentional spiritual overtones designed by White on purpose to promote positive vibes being sent out into the universe. And Boogie Wonderland is the first song I'm looking at. It was released in 1979. It was a disco hit, quickly moved up the dance charts song is very exciting to listen to, and I love dancing to it. But when you, I looked at the lyrics, I saw some interesting things. It caused me to draw some interesting conclusions. Take a look at this. Midnight creeps so slowly into hearts of men who need more than they get. Daylight deals a bad hand to a woman who has laid too many bets. The mirror stares you in the face and says, Baby, uh uh-oh, uh-oh, it don't work. You say your prayers, though you don't care. You dance and shake the hurt. And what stood out to me is this. Midnight creeps into the hearts of men. Daylight deals a bad hand to a woman who has laid too many bets. What that reveals to me, on one level, you see, people are dancing, but the lyrics reveal that underneath, is pain to people who are in pain. And sometimes the pain is in secret, and sometimes the pain is visible, but pain occurs in our workplaces, and pain occurs in our day-to-day, and we need to respond. And how do we respond? Let's take another look in another story. 1898, in Florence, South Carolina, Frazier Baker. He had a lot to be proud of. He was just appointed to the position of postmaster. And postmaster is the head of a post office. Now, I'm familiar with this because my father was a postal worker, and throughout his career, he was always attempting to become the postmaster. Frazier was proud of his position, and he should have been. He earned it. He worked very hard. And to be a postmaster, that was a federal Appointment. Somebody in the federal government had to appoint you to be postmaster. Now, 1898, South Carolina, there were a lot of people who didn't want him in that position. And they didn't want him in that position for one reason. Frazier Baker was a black man, African American. But Frazier refused to step down. He earned that position. And he decided he wasn't going to give it up. He was going to work as a postmaster. He was proud that he had received that honor, that he had been appointed by the federal government. But one day a mob came to Frazier's home and burned it down. Frazier and one of his daughters were lynched, and his wife, three out of his six children, sustained gunshot wounds. The community rallied around Frazier's family, both black and white, and they came to take care of them and to provide support, to provide meals, to provide companionship. But the tragedy was that no one came forth with names. So during that period there, there wasn't any justice for a man who had his home burnt down, and him and his daughter were lynched. They were lynched and killed because of their race. In the eyes of some people, Frazier's talent, his ability, his accomplishments did not matter, did not matter at all. Makes me thankful for today that I can work in peace. Nobody's calling for me. Nobody's coming for me. There's not a mob outside my door. I went to college, I earned my degree, I did several other programs to get me into my position that I'm in today as an educational administrator, and the only problems that I had were, were caused by me. It's inspiring, it's also convicting to know that I owe a debt. I need to be my best because people died. People died for the rights that I can so easily pursue. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't racism anymore. There is. There are bad people out there. There are are people who may probably hate me because I'm black. But there's not a mob coming for me. But here's what to remember. Number one... We get angry, and we're going to be angry. It's a natural response. But remember, the anger is not about you. Take care of those who are left behind. Remember who the victims are and help them. I know people say don't be a victim, but we have victims in our society, and those victims need Help. In 1989, my father passed away from pancreatic cancer. And in the beginning, there is an outpouring of support, but the pain remains for a long time. Take, for instance, the shootings in Parkland, shooting in Vegas, shooting in Newton. You know, everyone has an opinion about guns, but that's not the argument I want to make. The news cycle moves forward. But the pain remains in people affected by the tragedy. So even though a lot of these instances of gun violence occurred, months, years, the mother who had to bury her son is still in pain. The spouse who doesn't have a husband, or a wife, or a friend, or a brother, or a sister, they're still in pain today. We'll always have our arguments and our disagreements over policies, but set aside those arguments over policies. We've been having them for centuries, and we will continue to have them for centuries. But we get one life. And that life, when it's gone, leaves a hole in someone's universe. Maybe not your universe, but in someone's universe. Forget the statistics for a minute. Just think about that one person who has a hole in their universe today. My exit question and challenge is this. Who is in pain in your organization? You don't really have to ask. If someone is sharing at lunch about a family member who has cancer, they may look strong, but I'm going to tell you they're in pain. My senior year of high school, I was the drum major of the marching band. I worked an after school job. I took honors classes. I got admitted into college in October. I played in the all-state Jazz Band. I had lots of friends and support, but you know what? I was in pain. I hurt. I didn't really know what to do with the hurt. I didn't know what to do with the pain. I just made me be busy. And I think my busyness was me shaking the hurt, but the hurt didn't go away. Number two is a challenge. I want you to find someone today to show compassion towards. You know, be like the community members who rallied to help Fraser's family. Here are two more lyrics. Inside Boogie Wonderland that I've missed. For all the years I've heard Boogie Wonderland for as many times as I listened to the song Getting Ready For This Show, I did not notice these lyrics until today. All the love in the world can't be gone. All the need to be loved can't be wrong. These lyrics show me two things. When bad things happen, love is present. Also, if you are in pain, If you are a victim, it's okay. You need to be loved and it isn't wrong. So go out today and put some good into the world. This is Stephen Thompson and thank you for being a part of my experience. I may know you or I may not, but know this. You are valuable. You are loved. You have talents, gifts, and abilities that the world needs. I don't know where you are on your journey, but find those talents and those gifts and use them. Goodbye.